Hey, I'm Camille Joy, the host and creator of the Moments of Joy podcast, the place that will leave you surely feeling motivated, inspired, and encouraged. Welcome to the show. I need the joy, the joy of the Lord in my heart. I need to make an exchange. Mm-hmm. My day even starts. Let your light shine. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show. If this is your very first time listening to the Moments of Joy podcast, you're in for a special treat. MVPs, welcome back to the show. (laughs) If you never heard me refer to my listeners as MVPs, That is the group of wonderful people that I call most valuable players because they listen to the show week after week. They share the show. They leave reviews. They comment on social media. And without you guys, there would be no Moments of Joy podcast. So I am so ever grateful for you guys. MVPs, I love you dearly. I felt like this week it was so important for me to leave a personal touch because I think for the past six weeks or so, we've had guests on the show and so many wonderful guests, but we've gained new listeners from around the world. So I know that you guys are looking to hear from me, the host of the show. Today, I'm going to leave a special snippet. I have the honor and the opportunity to be um, a guest speaker and a guest um, encourager on a special Facebook group and shout out to them, Edifying Women Eternally this week. And I recorded it because I just felt led to share what I would give to them with you guys on the Moments of Joy podcast. So in just a few minutes, I will play that entire clip for you all. And it's dedicated to the mothers. It's dedicated to the women who are looking to become mothers. But you guys know that women are my heart here on this show. So that message is for not just them, but you all too. If you are a young mother, really quick, um, before I press play on that episode, if you are 16 to 22, and you're looking to be a part of an amazing support group, for the month of May, I am hosting a virtual support group. And if you are interested, we'll be talking about motherhood, we'll be talking about relationships, those two were the actually the last past two classes, but this week we're diving into self-care, and then we're going to talk a little bit about business. But it's a group where there's no judgment. It's a group where we support and encourage each other and give each other advice about mommyhood. So if you're interested in being a part of that for the rest of the month of May, you can text ROSEBUDS to 31996. Very simple for you guys, and I'll see your number in I'll be in touch. No need for any more payments. I was charging in the beginning, but we have received so many donations that I don't even have the need to charge anymore. So if you're listening and you'd, you thought you're thinking, hey, that'd be good for me. Come on and join. We welcome you to do so. Now, I think that is it for our announcement. And you guys... 
Follow us on social media if you haven't already at Moments of Joy Podcast. And really, truly be blessed by this clip that I'm about to play. Um, Just allow God to really minister to you. And I love you all. And I'll be back to talk to you guys next week. Enjoy. And happy Mother's Day. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Oh, I feel the glory this morning, y'all. I'm stirred up. So I'm going to just pray a little bit and worship before we get started. And then I'll close and I'll I'll pray us out. But I just feel like worshiping this morning. Hallelujah. As God just reminded me of how much he is a good God. Hallelujah. This morning. So God, we just worship you this morning. How he's a God that will never break his promises to us. Hallelujah, God, you are a great God. Hallelujah, God, you are mighty and you are strong, God. Hallelujah, God. So we worship you today, God. Women coming on to edify women, God. Us coming on to edify each other this morning. Oh, my tiny namashay. Let your glory fall today, God. Meet every woman where they are, God. In their room, in their house, God. In the couches, God. Wherever they are, God. At work, Father. In the name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah, God. We just worship you this morning, God. Because you are the King of kings, God. Hallelujah. We are your daughters, God. Hallelujah, and you love us greatly. Hallelujah, you've graced us, God. You've graced us, God, as we approach motherhood, God. Mother's Day, God, this weekend, you've graced us to be mothers, God. Oh, Father, oh, God, touch every woman this morning, Father. God, those that are coming on heavy this morning, God, Oh, God, that's those that spent time crying last night, God, over things that are out of order, God. We call it into place this morning, God. Every area, God, that is loose, God. Tie it up, God, in the name of Jesus, God. It's Satan, we restrict you this morning. God, we decree and declare that our sisters won't have sleepless nights, God, in the name of Jesus. And we decree the peace that passes all understanding, God, over our sisters this morning, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We worship you, God. We honor you, Father. Oh, God, we thank you, God. Hallelujah. That we are not living in great tragedy this morning, God. Hallelujah, God. We thank you, Lord, for you are so faithful, God. Hallelujah. I was reminded this morning, I just began to shout and cry in my kitchen of how every Mother's Day, you know that I'm on Shannon and it is here. So I came on this morning to encourage the mothers. Those of you who don't have a perfect mother's story, And those of you who may have cried many tears over your children. I spent spent Mother's Day 
after Mother's Day crying because I had been separated from my children. And if you don't know me, eight and a half years ago, God, I thank you. You know what I'm saying? Eight and a half years ago, I lost three of my children in a custody battle to their father. My God. And though I felt hopeless in 2011, right then and right there, God began to send his prophets to say, you know, your children are okay. Your children are going to come home. But year after year, I remember many Mother's Days where I would go to my mom's house and just fall out on her floor because you don't know the feeling of wrongfully having them uh, removed from your home and having that feeling of feeling ashamed because many people didn't even know I was living without them. But today, you know how much my son is in Texas with me. And the Lord said, Camille, I need you to go to Texas. None of them were with me. And I said eight and a half years. So I want you to just imagine the pain that as they grow and, you know, time would pass by and I spoke to them. I had a relationship with them. I talked to them every day, but they were not in my home. My children were not in my home. And God said, Camille, go to Texas. I need you to go to Texas. And as outlandish and crazy as it was, I said, God, I will obey you. But I, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but this is what the Lord is doing. Um, I said, God, I will go. And God, I will do your will and what you are calling us to do. I couldn't run anymore. But I began to give him an ultimatum. And I said, God, I'm not going unless you give me my children back. I can't go all the way across the country and leave them there. But God said, yes, you will go. You're going to be obedient and you're going to trust me. And so I, we packed up and we went to Texas, to Houston, and, and uh, I got here and I felt hopeless because my children were going through and especially my youngest one, he was 12. And I said, God, I would pray and I would fast. He wasn't doing good in school. He, he was making bad choices. And I just began to call him to Texas. I spent a lot of time fasting and praying before I got here, but I began to call them to Texas. February vacation, and I don't, I told you I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but I believe somebody needs to be encouraged, someone that has been hopeless for a long time concerning motherhood. And so the Lord said, Camille, I need you to go to Connecticut. Um, it was February vacation, and God was like, go to Connecticut, go, I need you to go check on your kids. And I told my husband, God said, I, I need you to go to Connecticut for three weeks, and I need you to get a one-way ticket. Good morning. And so my husband was like, you need to do what God said. The days coming up into it, I didn't even really have the finances to spend because I was thinking, okay, it's February vacation. You know, I want to go bring my kids all these different places. I want us to have fun. But I was going like with maybe like $300, like very little. And I was like, 
I don't even want to go. I, I don't think I'm going to go, I said to my husband, because um, I don't even have the money to spend. My kids will be all right. And he was like, no, you need to go. God said go. So me and Mason, who's my two-year-old, we went. My God. We went to Connecticut, and we got there on a Monday. By Thursday morning, I was getting this emergency phone call about my 12-year-old and about this domestic dispute that had happened in his home. And right, I spent the next 24 hours, that whole Thursday, crying before the Lord. There's no way I could go back now. There's no way I can leave him here now. And I, and I put down all fear. And I went to court, and I called the authorities, and I called DCF concerning my child. And do you know, oh God, I went and I filed the papers asking for emergency custody. And I didn't even expect that the judge would grant it. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be here. He'll give me a, a court date in two weeks. Emergency custody was granted to me with no contact with dad. And when we got the, to the court date on March 5th, I had such a case presented. He came with his lawyer. He came very strong. I had folders and folders because I had been waiting eight and a half years for this. My God. And I came so strong before the judge that normally they said, uh, we, we don't release children out of the state without doing a four-month four month, um, process of investigating and, you know, seeing which parent is fit first. We don't just send them uh, out of the state. But in this case, I am so thoroughly impressed with what the mother put forth today that I'm going to release him today to go to Texas. So on March 5th, I came home with that baby, still with more court dates to come back to address the other ones. But when we came home, COVID-19 happened and it put us on lockdown. My God. So God gave time for me to pray over him, to me, for me to loose the, the bands that have been um, of wickedness that the enemy tried to root in his heart. But, but I, I shared my testimony because I wanted to speak to the mothers today. Oh, mamas. Oh, God. I feel this thing. Oh, mothers, mothers. Continue to wail over your children. Even today, I felt this morning as I woke up, the mother who is barren. The woman who wants to give birth. God has graced us to give birth. And I was looking at the definition of, of grace, and it means uh, the simple elegance of refinement of movement, right? We do motherhood with simple elegance. You know, many, many times, uh, you know, say, oh, because my husband says it all the time in dealing with our two-year-old. I give mom so much credit because, whoo, mother, motherhood is hard. How we can be stay-at-home moms and working moms and the one who um, really takes um, hold of the, the, um, the families, the one who really keeps the glue going. But I wanted to speak to that, that woman who, who's been crying on Mother's Day. 
whether you've been crying because you you can't give birth to children or whether you've been crying because your children are wayward, whether you spend time crying because you, you're looking like, God, when are you going to fulfill? There were plenty of times where I said, well, especially when I got here to Texas, I became okay with not having them. I said, God, you're a promise keeper. So I know in whatever way you will fulfill your promise, even if it's when they're grown and they come to me with their wives. I started to say, I'm going to be the one who they come to with their children and their wives. I'm going to be the one who they're around. I'm going to be the one who they live around the corner from. I started to be okay with whatever way God will fulfill the promise. But he is not a man that he should lie. Don't start changing around the promise that God gave you, no matter how long it takes. Oh, no, my say. No matter how long it takes. No matter how long you've been buried. Hallelujah. So I speak to the one that is hopeless today. And I speak hope over you. I speak hope over you. I continue to put a smile on my face year after year. Many people, like I said, didn't even know that my children, the three of my children were not in my home. But as Mother's Day approaches today, this weekend, I, I forgot that this weekend was even Mother's Day. And I just began to shout because his timing is perfect because I'm all the way here. So that bully, so that monster is muted. <clears throat> he did it in a way that was so gracious, a way where the voice that tried to keep my son bound and tried to continue to control and manipulate the relationship. You know, another thing that happened when I came to Connecticut, I, um, I was beginning to spend time with my children, but it was a Monday night. And you know, I'm preparing to take them with me because that's what I'm here for. And I, um, I called her dad and I said, um, I'm in the car, I'm gonna take Porky with me, he wants to come. He was like, no, you're not. And I was like, what? This is what I came here for. You know, this is what I came here for. What are you talking about? I didn't come to see my mom, my, my father. I came to see my children. That's why I'm here. And he just gave me this excuse of how he's bad at school. It's some evil mess. But even in the car, I was sitting, my son, my 12-year-old was sitting in the front seat. And now he's 13. And my other two had gone in the house because they're big boys now, they're 16, they're 15, you know, they have a social life, they want to get on the phone, go play the game, but my 12-year-old needed his mother, and so I would normally have fussed, and I just hung up the phone, and I told my son, let's pray, because that's what I always would do, and I said, I promise you that God is going to bring you to Texas, I promise you that he is going to bring you to Texas. I promise you. And we just began to pray. And I held back my tears so that he wouldn't see how I felt. And he put his head in between his legs. And 
we sat there for like a half an hour and he went in the house. After he got out the car, I cried. And three days later, God broke that thing. God broke it permanently and in a way that he has seen call since we've been here. I have to make my son get on the phone and say hello. And I told myself, I ain't even going to do that anymore. God is a restorer. You continue to believe in his word. I said, God, do it for my child. Don't do it for me, God. Break it for my child. Don't, you don't got to break it for me, God. But you see what he needs. You see how he's being treated, God. That was on Monday night. And Thursday morning, I got the emergency phone call about what was going on in the house. And at that moment, I had a chance, I had an opportunity. Either I was going to be fearful and I was going to back down and be scared because the court process that had taken place in 2011 was very, it was very trying. It took three and a half years. And it only ended because I said, forget it. I keep going around and around in these circles and this court is not going to help me. So for all these years, I knew that I could not go back. I should not go back and just simply file a paper. But I waited for the open door. Time after time, God sent prophets when I felt like, forget it. I'm going on Monday. I'm going to file papers to say, hold your peace. Don't allow the enemy to put you in, in, in a place and move you out of your emotions. So even in saying that, women, we got to hold our peace and not allow the enemy to move us out of our emotions concerning a thing, whatever it is, as we wait on the Lord, don't allow your emotions to move you into a place of permanently messing something up because we get so emergent, we get so emotional. And so uh, this morning, I wanted to speak to, to the grace of giving birth. And not just giving birth to children, but also God has graced us as women to give birth to businesses. And I have five children in the natural, and the Lord has graced me five times to also have business. Some of them are closed now, and some of them are still open. But um, I was reading the scripture on Elizabeth and Mary. And um, Mary is Jesus's mother, as we know, and Elizabeth was Mary's cousin. And when Mary found out that she was pregnant with Jesus, she went to Elizabeth's house. She was, you know, Mary was in her, in her own feelings, but she went to Elizabeth's house to, like we do, right? If we have a friend or we have a cousin and, and what we would do if we found out we were pregnant, but in such a way that was wild, you know, we didn't have sex, but we went to, we're pregnant. So she went to Elizabeth's house and the Bible says that upon entry, Elizabeth said, you are carrying the son of God. She immediately knew and the baby in Elizabeth's belly leaped. Without Mary even having to tell Elizabeth, she knew through the Holy Spirit that she was caring and God spoke to her. And I felt like that was such a powerful scripture, but for edifying women eternally, for us. 
that we have the power to speak and confirm a thing over each other and encourage each other. So the very baby in her womb leaped. So we could receive that in the natural and we could receive it in the spiritual. Because when I come to my sister and I have an idea, we should encourage each other. But, oh, I see that business on you and allow the very thing that I'm speaking over you to cause my baby to leave. That we should stop hating on each other, stop having so much words to say about each other. And, and God brought me through um, a list of mothers in the Bible and how they all had different stories. And so, like I said, this could be physically motherhood or even the grace to give birth to a business or a vision. So there was Sarah, the mother who waited, right? Hagar, the mother who endured. Rebecca, the mother who believed. Leah and Rachel, the mothers who had to share. Um, Jochebed, Jacobed, y'all know I'm tearing that up. Um, the mother who, with a plan. Um, there was Samson's mother. They didn't list her name, but the mother who followed the rules. There was Naomi, the mother-in-law who shared her faith. There was Hannah, the mother who kept her promise. Um, there was Elizabeth, the mother who believed in miracles. There was Mary, the mother who is who was a blessing amongst women. And what I like about those 10 women is that all of their stories are different. And there are many mothers, many different mothers in the Bible, um, but all of their stories are different. We, we don't have to be the same. And as I share my story of motherhood, it, it, it isn't one that really is perfect at all in any way. I became a mom the first time at 16. So that my whole motherhood story was messy. But God will still use your story. God will still use everything in you to bless. That goes even for businesses and visions. God gave us all a unique lane, unique story, unique group of people that need to hear from us. And so I also want to speak to the, to the mother this morning of the vision. The mother this morning, the person, the woman who is barren in their womb, not just physically, but spiritually. The one who desires to give birth to a vision. The one who always looks and says, oh, I wish I could do that. Or I want to do something. I pray right now and I decree and I declare and impregnate uh, that you will become pregnant in the name of Jesus, supernaturally, just like Mary was, that God will give you a supernatural dream and a supernatural vision, that he will meet you in your dreams as you sleep, that he will meet you in your car as you drive to work, as you go to the grocery store. But we have grace to push it out. We have grace. We, we can do it effortlessly. So this morning, uh, I want to just encourage you um, to give birth. And I want to speak to the barren woman. Um, I actually forgot that it was Mother's Day uh, this weekend that we would celebrate. And when I remembered, my God, mothers, even those that have yet to become mothers, speak over your children, pray, decree, and declare a thing over your children. You know, Quentin is my oldest son, and he's, he's 18 years old. He's in Connecticut still now. He's going to be 19, and he, um, he went to college on a scholarship. 
Um, he was in New Hampshire. And this is the child I had when I was a teenager. He, we continued to speak favor over him. He said, Ma, I want a car. He got a refund check from school. It was $3,000. I said, okay, well, save a little more money. How about you save $2,000 and because you got to pay for car insurance. Yesterday, he called me. He's like, Ma, you know, I got a card in the mail and uh, for a refund, and I thought it was $50. I checked it, and it was $2,000. So he had until July, I told him, to save $2,000, and he got $5,000 now for a new car. But... Uh, that was one victory. He also decided to change schools because he was going to King State in New Hampshire and it was racist and very uh, white supremacy-like. And so he decided that he wanted to transfer. He transferred to Eastern State University, which still gave him his scholarship from last year and more. So Eastern cost $23,000. He got an $18,000 scholarship. Speak over your children. Wherever you don't have the grace to provide, speak over your children. Cover them. I'm a product of my mother's prayers. When I walked out of her house at 17 years old, she decreed and she declared that I would live for the Lord, that we would be found in the house of the Lord. That's something that my mom always says, that my children will be found in the house of the Lord. And I repeat that. And I am found in the house of the Lord. Though I spent many years addicted to uh, marijuana, every time I went down, I went back up. Uh, I'm found in the house of the Lord. Speak over your children in the natural and in the spirit. Those that don't even have children yet, God is not a God that's bound by time. So you speak over your children now. That yes, if you're believing to have children one day, I speak over my children in prayer. You don't have to wait for them to be born. I speak that they will be. I speak that, that when, when they go to high school, they won't have to fall into being bullied and peer pressured. I speak that when they go to kindergarten, they'll have a sanctified teacher. Y'all, these teachers out here, transgender and all kinds of stuff. Come on now. I speak that they'll have a sanctified Holy Ghost filled teacher that will speak over them and impart into them. Come on. I speak the favor of God over their life. Mothers, we carry weight. We carry weight. We carry weight. Mary birthed a king, the king of kings. We carry weight. So come on and, and, and walk in your weight. Um, and so. I just wanted to encourage you guys this morning, and I pray that you guys are encouraged this morning, that we are going to speak over our children, and we are going to speak over our visions. Those that don't have children, you're going to speak over them anyway. You're going to go before them. Um, even before I got to Texas, those that are believing God to relocate you, if you're watching the live, excuse me, I perfect. <laughs> go in prayer I spent a lot of time maybe the last six months in Connecticut saying father go to Texas send your angels to Texas that everything would be a clear path those that are believing God to relocate we are not in lack we have not been in lack we are in abundance overabundance contracts and contracts I came here as an executive chef, I left my job. 
I'm a full-time entrepreneur. Not because I even wanted to be, but that's the lane God shoved me in. I left my job as a dining director with full-time benefit. I am not in lack. I do this full-time and I have a consistent income. We are building. So I encourage you to get up off of fear. And if God is calling you to relocate, go. My children, my child is here and the other ones will be coming as soon as COVID is over. Victory is yours. Hallelujah. So Father God, this morning, oh God. Hallelujah, God. God, touch every woman. Touch every woman, God. Touch the wounds this morning, God. In the name of Jesus, we speak life to come forth to every woman that desires to be a mother today, God. In the name of Jesus, we speak to the fallopian tombs, God. In the name of Jesus, and we cause them to be the way that you created them to be, Father. Flow with blood, Father. Flow with blood, Father. Those that even are discolored and blackened, flow, Father that they will be red or flesh, God, flow. In the name of Jesus, we speak to the uterus, God. We speak to the cervix, God, that it will be able to hold your children, God. In the name of Jesus, God. We believe the report of the Lord, God. The, the mother that has lost children, Father. In the name of Jesus, God. God, I pray and decree this morning, God, that she has not lost her hope in you, God. Hallelujah, that she shall reproduce, God. She shall reproduce. You shall reproduce. You shall reproduce. Speak over yourself. If you got to get a post-it and put it on the mirror in the morning, whatever you are believing God for. Oh my God, that's another thing. When I came to Texas, the Lord told me to get post-it stickers and put it on my mirror so that when I brush my teeth, I would see. November 2019, he told me to write, my children will be living with me full time by November 2020. He told me to write, I would be a full-time entrepreneur by November 2020. There's a lot of things up there. I will have skin like butter because I want soft skin. I will lose 60 pounds because I need to lose 60 pounds. I will become a millionaire. I will own a six bedroom house. Come on, I put things up there that only God could do. And, I, and he took two down, I took two down, he did it. He's gonna continue to do it. Take the limits off of him. Take the limits off of him. We limit God so much. Take the limits off of him. Let him get the glory for your life. Let him use you. Let him shine through you. I used to live in a projects of P.T. Barnum with my four children. Single mother, oh God, encourage the single mothers today, God, in the name of Jesus. Encourage those that are waiting on a husband, God, in the name of Jesus. Hold on, I said, encourage them, God. You have heard their prayers, God. Lift up your head, O ye gates. Lift up your head, O ye gates. Time out for being sad and pitiful. Speak over yourself today. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, I pray encouragement this morning for those that have been sad, those that have been walking around with their heads low, God, 
as they wait on you today, God. I pray, God, that you would use the words of my testimony, God, to prove that you are not a man that you shall lie, to prove that no matter how much time goes by, God, you will fulfill your word. You will fulfill your word. Your word can never return unto you void. So I challenge every woman to get back to your journal. Get back to that prophetic word that God gave you 10 years ago that has not come to pass. Align yourself with receiving the word. Align yourself to re with receiving the word. Had I not moved, I would not have received the word. How do I say? Hallelujah. Align yourself with receiving the word of God this morning. Hallelujah. If God is spoken wealth over you, get your finances in order so that he can pour wealth into you. If God has spoken home ownership to you, get your credit in order. Start saving money. Hallelujah. By faith, move some things. By faith, receive some things. Start speaking things by faith. Start speaking things by faith. Start speaking things by faith. Father God, touch our faith this morning. Touch our faith this morning, God. As we wait on you, God, touch our faith this morning. God, I come against the spirit of doubt. I come against the spirit of fear this morning. In the name of Jesus, we bind the enemy this morning, God. And we restrict your power, Satan. In the name of Jesus, you've discouraged the women of God enough. So we launch back at you this morning. We launch the fire of the Lord, the airy, the arrows of the Lord against the enemy's camp this morning. In the name of Jesus, every fortress that the enemy has tried to place around your women, God, we tear it down in the name of Jesus. We tear it down in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You have no way, you have no room, you have no room, and we don't receive the report of the enemy. We are not barren. We will carry to full term every child in the natural and every child in the spirit. We decree and declare that our children will never see the inside of a jail cell. Even those that have been to prison, we decree and we declare that they won't go back in the name of Jesus. We decree freedom and sanctification for our children. Ah, that not just we are sanctified, God, but they will be sanctified, God. They will follow in not our shoes, God, but your shoes, God. In the name of Jesus, lift up your head, mothers. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray even for the voice of the mother that feels like her children, God, or maybe her husband, God, doesn't value, Father, her voice, God. I speak strength, God, to her voice, God, that she will continue to decree and declare a thing, God. And the enemy has to listen. He has to back up. He has to respond when we use the name Jesus. We don't come in our own strength, but we come in the strength of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God. So we thank you, God, that we are heirs to your throne. And the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of us, God. So every dead thing, God, every dead dream, Father, every dead womb, Father, in the name of Jesus, we speak life to flow this morning, 
in the name of Jesus. We speak life to flow in the name of Jesus this morning. We speak life to flow in the name of Jesus. Every heart of stone, God. I read your scripture this morning, God, and you promised that you would make it a heart of flesh, God, in the name of Jesus, God. So every child, Father, that is rebellious, God, we come against the spirit of rebellion this morning. When we decree these children that get in line, to respond to the voice of the mother in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you've given us all power and authority to trample upon scorpions and serpents, serpents and scorpions, serpents and scorpions. Hallelujah, God. So we trample upon them this morning. We trample upon the serpent. We trample upon the scorpion, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we decree, devil, you will not take us out. We decree, devil, you had no room. You had no room. So we speak a springing forth this morning to every womb. We look for the praise reports of those that are looking to be pregnant, God, in the name of Jesus. Give them wisdom, God, that they would even begin now to take prenatal vitamins, God, that they would move to an organic father regimen of eating food, oh God, to prepare their bodies to receive the seed, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Hey, God, I speak to the woman. This morning, Father, in the name of Jesus, the woman that has cried tears on Mother's Day. Hey, God, you have bottled up every tear. Hey, God, it's not about the gifts. Hey, God, but about the grace that you've given us. We lift up every mother, God. Hey, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We speak to the, the babies, God, spiritually that are even in our womb, God. And as we edify women eternally, God, in the name of Jesus, women edifying women, oh God, in the name of Jesus, edifying women eternally, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift up Sister Alberta Brown this morning, oh God, in the name of Jesus, this great this mighty, this humble woman of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for her heart, Father. I thank you, God, that you're using her to push us forth, God, that you're using her as an Elizabeth in our lives, God, in the name of Jesus, to erect the thing that we put down, Father, in the name of Jesus. I speak supernatural financial increase to come to her now, God, as she often prays for finances to come from the north, the south, the east, and the west for others, God. I decree the same for her this morning, God. I decree, God, that she will receive, that she will not have no lack, God, in her house, God, that she will have no lack in her house, God. I even pray that you would touch her marriage, God. Oh, that I said, can't tell she. God, have I said. And we speak fire 
over her marriage. Fire over her marriage. Fire over her marriage, oh God. Fire over her marriage, oh God. Fire, burning fire, God. At the time when they dated, Father, fire, God. In the name of Jesus, God. And he would adore her yet again, God. And she would adore him yet again, God. Their children shall be blessed, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. That none of our children, God, will have children before their time, Father. We thank you, God. The children that are one lock is not their portion, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for using her daughters just the way you use her, God. I thank you for loosening them at a young age, God. In the name of Jesus, hear that I say to speak your word, God, even her oldest daughter, God, I command her to come forth now. In the name of Jesus, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will refine her prophetic voice now, God, in the name of Jesus, even before she becomes a teenager, God, give her dreams, God, dreams, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I call her forth, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and I bind the spirit of fear, God. In the name of Jesus, I bind night terrors that would try to visit these children, oh God. In the name of Jesus. But God, just as you use my father to teach me at a young age to bind the enemy, God, that will try to come visit while I slept. God, I pray that you give her the same wisdom to guide her children, Father. In the name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah. I thank you for the grace to obtain homes, God, and wealth in this season, God. And I pray, God, that every woman, God, that is seeking to have a home or buy a home, God, I pray that just like the definition of grace, God, effortlessly done, God, that you will grace us to become homeowners. God, it is simple elegance of refinement, of movement. God, I pray, God, that you would allow us with grace to receive homeownership, God. I pray, God, that you would allow us with grace, Father, to begin to open up our mouths, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Those that are waiting, God, for you to give them a seed of a business, oh God, in the name of Jesus, anoint them now to move on it, oh God. When the Lord gives a prophetic word or he gives a vision or he gives a dream or something for you to do, Sometimes it is for a later time, but a lot of times it's for you to move now. So I just prophetically release that within the next seven days, as you hear the Lord, as he gives direction, as you hear that thing, and sometimes it can be so faint that we're like, God, was that you? Move on it. This is the window of grace. When I'm sick, it's the window of grace. Grace, grace, grace. His grace is sufficient for us. Hallelujah. His grace is sufficient for us. And when God gives direction, don't call nobody. Don't call nobody else because that's where we mess up. When we seek validation, right? So, so. I am prophetically speaking to you. I'm not a prophet, <laughs> but I am a prophetic person. And I am speaking that God is going to give direction to you 
Do not pick up the phone and call a girlfriend to say, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, I think God is calling me to do this. Hey, I think God is directing me to do this. I think God is directing me to go there. Just go. Because when you call people for validation, and I know this out of um, experience, it creates fear, nervousness, and anxiety. When you have the boldness to just move on what God told you to do, you can do it with freedom, not being weighed down by fear. We have our own fear to deal with. But once we start sharing it with so many people, it adds to our fear and our anxiety. Move in the idea that he's given you, even if it's one step, even if it's the seed that he's going to impregnate you with. I'm prophetically speaking because I feel the seed inside of me leaping, just as Elizabeth did in the scripture. It is leaping, and I physically can feel it in my heart. Hallelujah. So all of you all that are listening and you desire to be impregnated with a vision, with a dream, with a new life, I speak new life over you this morning. I speak new ideas. I speak innovation. I speak inventions in the name of Jesus. We have the grace to build empires. So I pray that brick by brick by brick by brick by brick by grip brick god will use you to build generational wealth in the name of jesus sometimes you have to open up your eyes and see something that you've never seen before when when we visited texas i had never been here we came here in 2019 um this time last year we were visiting and we had never been to texas before um, and we came to visit because God was leading us to come here, to move. When, as we drove down the streets of Houston and I saw all the palm trees, I was like, I didn't even know Houston had palm trees. I love it here. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Look at the brick streets. Look at, like, I was just so blown away. But had I not even visited, I wouldn't even know that all of this existed. So sometimes you have to take your eyes and plant them on something that you've never seen in your life as you, as you run towards the vision that God has given you. Take your eyes out of the circle that you've been in. Remove yourself out of the circle that you've been in forever. Sometimes you have to remove yourself out of the church that maybe you've been in for all of your life and set your eyes on something new so that God can do something new in you. Whew. I'm empty this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that you guys are encouraged today. Hallelujah. I love you all. Whew. God is mighty and he is strong. If you didn't catch the beginning, I pray that you go back and that you, um, Encourage yourself to believe. Believe that thing that you've been waiting on for years. So this year, for the first time since 2011, I'm going to be celebrating Mother's Day with my children. Well, with my child, receiving prophetically the other two when COVID is over. <laughs> they coming. And I'm going to have at least one NBA player. <laughs> but um, I'm going to have a beautiful Mother's Day um, and I'm going to just re rejoice in the breaking of 
the bondage that the enemy tried to keep me and my children in. So I speak the same over you. Mothers, enjoy your Mother's Day. Those that have yet to become mothers, enjoy Mother's Day anyway. And I love you all. And God bless you. Bye-bye. Oh, God, I'm